So this first reading is odd, right? There's this stream coming from a temple, and the stream just keeps getting bigger and wider, and then there's all this stuff along it. It's kind of like, all right, I get the image, like I can picture all of this, but why is it in the Bible? Right? Bible's kind of an important book here. Why is it that this random vision made it into the Bible? The answer is that this stream of water is essentially an image of the church. So first off, uh, it's, it's talked about as the water flowing out uh, from the temple toward the east. Right, So the east is the right side of the temple, just as Christ was pierced on his right side when you're looking at it. right, um, And blood and water poured out from the temple of his body. And that blood and water represented the, the Eucharist and baptism. Right, Blood representing the Eucharist, water representing baptism. And those two sacraments are the kind of, you could say, constitutive sacraments of the church. You enter into the church through baptism, and the source and summit of our faith is the Eucharist. So kind of within that is encapsulated the entirety of the church. And this kind of, you can actually see this in the development of the church, that the church kind of started slowly, right? So he led me outside by the north gate and around to the outer gate, facing the east side, where I saw water trickling from the right side, right? The church started really small, with like 12 people who were missionaries, right? And it kept going. <laughs> then they walked off for a thousand cubits, and the water was ankle deep, right? The church continued to grow. The theology of it, the life of it, became more deep and wide. Kept going, another thousand cubits. Now it's knee deep. Keep going. And the water was, it's interesting. It says, the water was up to my, my waist, right? So it keeps going, and it's specifically this kind of, it, it's the prophet walking into the river. It's odd that the prophet has to walk into the river every single time. And the, the understanding that we have from that is this kind of emphasis that the church is not this, like, thing separate from all of us. Like, if you say, like, well, what is the church? It's actually a little bit of a, a misnomer. The question is not what is the church. The question is who in the church? Who is the church? And the answer to that is, is you and me. And so Ezekiel actually walks into the river to make this statement that he is the church, right? The people of God are the church. And it keeps going, right? And then you saw very many trees on both sides. It's kind of a statement of like the, the nations, all of the different nations and cultures on both sides. And then it talks about every sort of living creature that can multiply shall live. So then you've got all of the different human beings will come and live. It talks about, and there shall be abundant fish, right? Many living things in this church. And then you can even uh, interpret it to the point of, you know, kind of this full development of the church, uh, where it talks about their fruit shall serve for food and their leaves for medicine. That is a kind of uh, foreshadowing of 
the church being one of the major institutions in the world that provides for the poor, so the fruit shall serve for food, and also in uh, healthcare, that a lot of hospitals were formed um, out of essentially Catholicism, right? Their leaves for medicine. Now, we're in a spot in church history in which the river is not growing, right? The river is at best maintaining, if not kind of shrinking. Why? I think the simple answer is the same reason that any river shrinks. When a river begins to be cut off from its source, the water level goes down. What has happened in not just Catholicism, Christianity as a whole, is we've all decided to look for salvation from somewhere other than Jesus Christ. If we can just have great community events, if we can just have better structures, if we can just have more organizations, then the church will grow. But that simply isn't how the river flows. The river flows from Jesus Christ. If we want the river to be pure, to be full, to be rushing, we need to unite ourselves more to Jesus Christ, specifically in the blood and water that flowed from his side.